Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you grow your dental or healthcare practice. We discuss exactly what you need to do to get more patients using the internet, to increase your search rankings, and to be seen as the leader in your local market. We discuss all this and more on our weekly podcast. This is the audio version of a blog post, Starting a Dental Practice, a complete step-by-step guide. This was published March 24th, 2021. Setting up a new dental practice means starting a new business from scratch, and that can be downright overwhelming. There's a lot of work that goes into establishing your business, from deciding if a partner is right for you, to how many employees you're going to hire, to how you're going to market your business, and more. In this post, we will cover all those things, helping you get set up for success. By completing a simple starting a dental practice checklist, as outlined in this post, you can ensure you have everything in order before opening your dental practice. When should you start your own dental practice? Starting a dental practice is a big step, not something that should be undertaken lightly. Before you move forward, you should take the time to consider whether starting a dental practice makes sense for you. There are many factors to keep in mind, including personal and financial considerations that can affect you for years to come. The following are the questions you should ask yourself. Do I like to work independently? If you're open, to run your own dental practice, then you must be comfortable working independently. As an employee of an existing practice, you probably work fixed hours and have nights and weekends to yourself. You draw a salary. Going out on your own means you'll have more responsibility. You'll work longer hours and you may not have the same freedom that you did before. It may be difficult to protect, predict your income on a weekly or a monthly basis. That said, you will also reap the rewards of setting up the practice the way that you want creating a welcoming environment for patients, and ultimately, if you're successful, earning more money than you would if you were working for someone else. As long as you're comfortable with the idea of being the one who calls the shots, and you're willing to put in the time and effort required to build your new dentist's office from scratch, then you're on the right track. Next question, do I have working capital? Starting a dental practice requires capital, often as much as $500,000. You will need to either have cash on hand or the credit and collateral to qualify for a loan or line of credit. You need money to rent or buy office space, invest in equipment and supplies, hire and pay employees, and provide benefits and advertise to attract new patients. If you don't have the money you need or means to finance your new venture, you may need to put your plans on hold. Next question, am I prepared to do the work? One of the biggest surprises about starting a new dental office is how much work it is. In addition to the money, you'll need to make a big investment of your time, energy, creativity, and more to attract new patients and be successful. It's important to be really realistic about the investment you will be making and be sure that you are at a place in your life where you can meet the challenges associated with striking out on your own. Next question, do I have a business plan? The only way to be successful with a new venture is to create a roadmap. Business plans serve as templates to help entrepreneurs navigate the challenges of their new ventures. You'll need to understand how to plan to meet the challenges you'll face before you get started. Your plan should include details of your budget, the services you plan to provide, your fees, payment policies, insurances that you plan to accept, who your competitors are, and your marketing plan and strategy. The plan will make it easier for you to achieve your goals and can help you attract financing if you need it. Have I researched the local market? Market research is necessary for a business plan, but it deserves a separate question because of its importance. It's essential to know about the local market where you plan to set up your office. 
What is the population of the area? How many other dentists are practicing there? What services do they offer? You'll need to take these things into account before you move forward with your plans. You'll need a different strategy in an area with only one competitor than in a location with multiple competitors, including national dental chains. Have I reviewed my employee contract? Unless you just graduated from dental school, you probably have an existing employment contract. Before you go out on your own, you should review your contract with a lawyer if necessary to make sure you are not in violation of any non-compete. The non-compete clauses can pre- prevent you from opening a new practice within a specified time frame after you leave your existing job or within a certain geographical area. They may also impede your ability to bring new existing patients with you to your office. It's important to understand your legal obligations before you finalize your plans. 10 Steps to Starting a New Dental Practice Before making any final decisions regarding your dental practice, take the time to review your options and obligations thoroughly. Here are some of the most important tasks you must complete to start a successful dental practice. Create a business plan. Consider a partner. Find a location for your dental practice. Decide what equipment you'll need and how much it will cost to buy or lease. Determine your space requirements. Obtain financing. Sign a lease. Determine personal personnel needs. Develop a marketing strategy. And get necessary permits. Each of these items is explored in further detail along with final pre-opening tasks. While this list doesn't cover every single factor that goes into opening a new dental office, it should help you create a detailed outline for moving forward with your goal of setting up a dental practice. First things first, take lots of notes. Before you start putting too much thought into each one of these, you should start taking notes and keep them in a centralized place. Keep organized with a notebook you have set aside for only notes on opening your practice. You can also create a Google Doc or use a notes app to keep track of your thoughts. It's easy to overlook one or two steps when all the information is in your head. Using a word processing program to jot down your step-by-step plan and additional thoughts that you might think are important will be beneficial. Now on to your starting a new dental practice checklist. When starting a business, you must be prepared. Take the time to explore multiple options for each item covered. Some of the action items below involve financing. It's important to perform detailed research and include all the financial information in your, in your business plan. This includes your lease, salaries, equipment, website creation, licensing fees, and other costs. Keep in mind that your progress through these steps might may be fluid and nonlinear. You may complete them out of order. You may start a step and need to table it for a while before returning to it later on in the process. You might also complete some of the steps concurrently. As long as you're at, you address all of them, you'll be ready for the challenges ahead. Number one, create a business plan. The first step to open a dental practice from scratch is creating a business plan, a detailed living document that will help you get up and running. Your business plan should include your business strategy, standard operating procedures, costs, earnings, and other financial information. To obtain a business loan for your practice, you will need a thorough business plan. There are many online resources available to assist you in developing a business plan. You can even find business plan templates with a quick search. However, before you spend a lot of time researching, you should create a general outline of the information you'll want to include. As you follow this checklist, continue to incorporate all the pertinent information in your business plan. If the information you gather does not apply to any of the categories in your outline, you can place additional details in the appendix. One important thing to consider in your plan is your exit strategy. It might seem unnecessary to consider an exit strategy before your office even opens, but there may come a time when you want to sell your practice. 
So an already included exit strategy will help you prepare for the future and make it easier to activate them if necessary. For example, if you buy a dental practice that is known for one thing and you want it to be known for something else, this needs to be considered. Or if the practice name has a specific word in it that doesn't mesh well with you, you may need to think about potential rebranding that needs to take place when you get the practice where you want it to be so you can build it up and possibly sell it down the road. Number two, decide whether you want a partner. Are you going to open a dental practice on your own or are you going to partner with one or more dentists? Teaming up with a partner can help offset the cost of opening the practice and obtaining a loan. A downside of opening a practice with a partner is it can be hard to find someone who shares your vision. If you decide to find a partner, you'll need to incorporate details about the partnership when you organize your business. These details include information about what will happen if one partner wants to leave the business. Deciding whether or not to include a partner is a major consideration as it is a big commitment to go into business with someone. Make sure you give this item careful thought. Also, remember that even if you don't envision yourself with a partner in your initial business plan, you can always reconsider it later if you have difficulty obtaining financing on your own. 3. Settle on a location. One of the most crucial decisions that you will make is determining the location of your practice. This step requires extensive research. Before you've been looking for available office space, you need to find out how many practices are in the area. Hopefully, you've already chosen the, ta- chosen the town or city where you would like to set up. If you haven't done so already, then you should start by asking yourself where you want to live and work and start doing research on the best places places for you and your family. Once you know the general area that you'd like to practice, research your competition and the population of the area where you'll be practicing. Keep in mind the average gen- the average number of dentists per 100,000 citizens is about 55. However, this will vary from state to state. Factor in the total dentists per capita in your region and then determine where the other dental practices are located within your city. You should also consider the services other providers are offering and how you will differentiate yourself from them. When choosing a location, you will want to consider the potential for walk-ins. As you establish your practice, it helps to be in a, in a location that receives a lot of traffic. For example, you may need to think about the importance of being on the first floor or upper floors of a commercial property. Being on the ground floor can be more cost-effective for the construction that you will require. On the other hand, an upper floor can provide more affordable leasing options. The convenience and the total number of parking spaces should also be considered. There should be enough parking for both you, your patients, and your staff. 4. Determine what equipment you'll need. One of the biggest expenses when starting a practice is the cost of the equipment. In addition to dental equipment, you need to consider the cost of furniture, computer systems, dental practice management software, medical supplies, and office supplies. Find a reputable equipment salesperson early on in the process. You want to find someone you can work with to obtain affordable quality equipment. Just be sure you research all your options before making any large purchases. It may be less expensive to lease equipment initially than buy new equipment when you're ready to upgrade. Keep in mind that in addition to the dental tools, the category of equipment also includes things like your instrument management system, dental practice management software, call tracking systems, and more. When it comes to choosing software, it's a good idea to read some dental software reviews and test out any programs you are considering. Number five, determine your space and layout requirements. Before beginning your search for the office space, determine how much actual square footage you'll need. How much space do you need for your waiting room, bathroom, reception, and exam rooms? You'll need an x-ray room, storage space, and a break room. These are things to consider before you start looking. Depending upon your preferences, you may also want to include a private office, a consultation room, or a sterilization area. Of course, the number of, number and type of rooms you'll 
will want could vary from practice to practice, but it's a good idea to research other practice layouts that you like so you can envision how you want your own office to look. Once you've envisioned the perfect practice layout, keeping things on the conservative side, unless you're in a position to build a palace, make a list of the number of rooms you need and come up with the approximate square footage for each room. When you total the figures, you'll have a general idea of how much space you require. Number six, obtain financing. Unless you already have a lot of capital, for example, selling another practice or business, you will likely need to obtain financing to open a new office. After you've reviewed your business plan, you can apply for a loan from a bank or lender. If you're not able to obtain financing that you require, then you may need to think about joining with a dental partner, even if you originally plan on opening the practice on your own. Depending upon your situation, you might have to wait on getting a lease, hiring employees, or any of the other steps that require financing. The average practice requires around $475,000 in upfront costs. Obtaining financing is the process. First, you need to start talking to different lending institutions and get a feel for their willingness to lend to dentists. After that, you need to put together a preliminary loan package with your chosen lender and apply for the loan. Finally, finalize the loan package. Make sure your attorney checks this before you sign it. You may also choose to do an all-in-one loan for your financing needs. In some cases, it may be preferable to get a line of credit and then apply for equipment financing as needed. Seven, obtain a lease for your office space. So now that you know where you want to open your practice, the exact type of office space you need and, and have hopefully secured your financing, you can start evaluating office spaces. Usually you will do this with the help of a practice broker. Sometimes it can take a frustratingly long time to find one or two good candidates, but in, in other cases, you may find the perfect office space fairly quickly and decide to pull the trigger. In either case, you'll need to obtain a lease once you find the perfect office space. You already know this, but it's important that I remind you once again, opening a dental practice is a large investment. In, addi in addition to obtaining a lease, you need to buy equipment, construct your facilities, hire staff, and deal with operating costs. You may be tempted to splurge if you find something that's great, a little outside your budget, but it's important not to spend too much on the lease. Remember, you can always build your dream office later down the road once you've established and you have more revenue coming in. Generally, dentists obtain a 10-year lease. This locks in the monthly rate and protects you from rate increases. Many landlords are open to offering discounted or free rental rates for the first few months. This can help you cover the starting costs of your practice especially during the construction phase. Depending upon the location you choose and the requirements, construction may take several months. Be sure to have your attorney look over any lease before you commit. Number eight, determine your staffing needs. You'll not be able to do everything on your own, so you start thinking about your personnel sooner as opposed to later. Even if you don't plan to bring another dentist in right away, you will need to hire a receptionist, dental assistants, and a billing specialist in your office. You may not hire a full-time IT person, but you should look for a contractor you have on call when the need arises. At this point, all you have to do is decide how many people you need to hire to operate your practice. Finding employees for your dental practice isn't always the easiest, so set yourself up for success by planning ahead. Determine an average salary for each position. You should know what a reasonable salary is in your area and use that information to create your budget. This information goes into your final business plan and helps you determine your financial projections. As it gets closer to the time when you open your office, you can start putting up personnel plan in place and hiring the staff you need. Nine, come up with a dental marketing strategy. In this day and age, every business needs a website. Facebook business page and social media presence are simply not enough. A new website will help you attract new patients, increase your brand recognition, and act as your primary marketing tool. 
There are many different ways to create a website. You can choose to go online and use website builders such as WordPress, Squarespace, or Wix. Though this is an affordable option, it can take a considerable amount of time, especially if you've never set up a website. Unless you have marketing and SEO experience, you also run the risk of having a website that doesn't generate leads as well as it could. The alternative is to seek the help of a web designer or online marketing firm. There are many SEO and online marketing firms that include dental websites as part of their services. In addition to creating a website, you should employ the services of an SEO company to help your dental practice attract potential patients and become more profitable. You don't need to wait for your doors to open. It can take several months to begin seeing the results of an SEO campaign. For many, it can take a year before you see what you're expecting as far as your rankings and incoming new leads. Keep in mind that you'll get the best results from a firm that specializes in dental SEO marketing. By getting started early, you begin attracting patients before your practice is fully operational. Once you're up and running, you can increase your SEO investment and online marketing efforts. 10. Apply for necessary permits and licenses. One of the final things you need to do when opening a new dental practice is make sure you have the necessary permits, licenses, etc. required to practice dentistry in your area. You'll need business organization papers, whether you're operating as a sole proprietorship, partnership, LLC, or corporation, tax ID number, business license from your state. You may also consider buying a membership in professional organizations if you think it could help you with your practice. As a dentist, you may want to join dental organizations as well as local chamber of commerce or networking groups to get to know other local business owners. Laws and regulations vary from state to state, so be sure to research this final step carefully and leave sufficient budgeting and time before opening to obtain these requirements. Executing the starting of a new dental practice checklist. These 10 steps cover the most important decisions that you will need to make when opening a dental practice. However, they may not always be completed in the order presented. For example, you could have waited on several steps until you obtain financing. Keep in mind that nothing should be overlooked. There is no such thing as too much information when opening a new business. Once you have plotted out and executed the 10 steps above, you can complete the final pre-opening checklist, which includes some smaller details and final pre-opening tasks. Keep reading to find a refined checklist with all the smaller steps in between, as well as the final pre-opening tasks. Countdown to Grand Opening Checklist Not sure where you should, when you should be doing all these steps? Here's a timeline to complete each of these steps with the additional smaller steps to complete in between and the final pre-opening tasks you need to execute before your grand opening. 10 to 12 months before opening, steps 1 to 3. Develop your practice philosophy and detailed business plan. Come up with a budget and determine all your major expenditures. Decide if you want to hire a partner. Hire an attorney and a CPA. Hire a practice broker. Decide on a general area for your new practice. Evaluate potential locations for your practice and your broker. Seven to nine months before opening, steps four to five. Determine your exact space and layout needs. Narrow your site search down to one to three locations. Get contractor estimates for any necessary remodeling. Compile a list of equipment you will need to buy and other major expenditures. Start reviewing software systems for your practice. Evaluate different lending institutions. Put together a preliminary loan package with your lender. Get bids on leasehold improvements from your contractors. Six to seven months before opening, steps six through seven. Finalize your loan package. Choose and finalize the site for your new practice. Sign the lease. Develop your floor planning and equipment layout. Select a contractor to do any needed remodels and start remodeling. 
Five to six months before office opening, step eight. Start developing an office policy procedure manual. Set the hours of operation for your practice. Finalize interior finishes. Decide on software for record keeping, business management, customer relationship management, etc. Review personnel needs. Four to five months before office opening, steps nine and ten. Talk to a dental SEL firm to start building a marketing strategy. Start checking on telephone and answering systems. Review and test patient management software. Get a telephone number. Review the state dental act and code of ethics. Obtain provider phone numbers, Delta, Medicaid, etc. Hire web designers to use or use a website builder to create a website. Three months before opening your office, step 10. Start on-site monitoring of leasehold improvements. Apply for licenses, narcotics, occupational, state, county, city, township, etc. Apply for business permit if required. Apply for tax ID. Acquire dental society memberships, local, state, national. Apply for staff privileges at hospitals as needed. Put in all equipment and supply orders. Order and install a computer system, patient management software, and office supplies. Talk to an insurance professional about what insurances you need and fill out the necessary forms, unemployment insurance, workman's comp, etc. Call local utility companies to set up telephone, electric, internet service. Two months before opening, final pre-opening checklist. Place ads to fill positions. Put together your fee schedule and payment policies. Make lab work arrangements. Make pharmacy service arrangements. Make arrangements for janitorial services, maintenance services, uniform linen services. Join a local credit union or bank to set up a business account. Make arrangements with a bank or merchant account to accept credit cards. Apply for membership in the insurance provider plans for your state. One month before office opening, final pre-opening steps. Monitor completion of leasehold improvements. Finish installing the equipment and computer systems and test to make sure they work properly. Hire and start training your employees. Don't forget to complete IRS forms, bonding, etc. Set up your set your grand opening date. Place office opening announcements on your website and other places online. Place office opening announcement in local print publications. Send office opening announcements using direct mail. Have the office inspected by city, county officials. Open your office for business. Use these suggestions and these items described to put together your detailed business plan. The process of opening a new dental practice isn't easy and you'll have a lot of major decisions to consider, but some of them will undoubtedly come up unexpected. This list will help guide you as a starting point. Many of the decisions that you will make will be crucial to the success of your dental practice. Once you move forward with your plans, it is hard to make changes. For example, it can be costly to back out of a lease once it's signed. For this reason, it's important to make sure that you do everything right the first time around. Take your time when planning your new dental practice. Also, do not be afraid to reach out for help. If you have any contacts in the dental industry, use them to gain additional information and and helpful tips. Starting a dental practice, tips for success from actual dentists. Don't pay for construction interior design work up front. Spread out the payments throughout the build. Advertise to your target patient base based on demographic research of your area. For example, if you're targeting young families, you probably don't want to place all your marketing emphasis on dental procedures. Revise your business plan and procedures based on what works and what doesn't. By continually evaluating processes, systems, and employees, you can make the adjustments you need to build a lucrative practice. Focus on patient retention, not just bringing in new patients. 
This requires a smart, smart marketing plan and for you to solicit feedback from patients. Final word on starting a dental practice. We hope that you enjoyed this post and that you learned the necessary steps to open your new dental practice. Remember that despite all the hard work, running your practice can be very rewarding. You can be your own boss while performing a job that you love. We wish you the best of luck on your journey. If you need help setting up your dental website and establishing an online presence, contact us today and see how we can help. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Implementing just one of the tips you heard today will help your practice move one step closer toward dominating your local market. If you've got more questions or you're looking for recaps, show notes, or even more resources to help you grow your practice, check us out online at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com.